Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1135, air date October 21st, 2022. Hello, everyone. <laughs> good evening or good afternoon to wherever people are. We're going to be doing a really interesting talk today. And let me bring up the title of today's talk. And the title of today's talk is Quantifying Synergistic Effects of Multi-Combination Nutraceuticals and Dietary Supplements. Anyway, it's a pretty big title. But to put it simply, I also have a guest here with us. Dr. Prabhakar is one of my colleagues who he and I did this research together. So let me uh, share with you what we're talking about here. So um, here's the interesting thing. In the world of dietary supplements, supplements, many of you probably take supplements. And what's happened in this world of supplements is that people take a bunch of stuff or you read a bottle and it has a bunch of ingredients. And the issue is, do, do you need all of those ingredients? And are all those ingredients working together in a positive way? And or a negative way? Do they fight against each other? And if they're working together in a positive way, is it one plus one is two or is it one plus one is 10, which means they're, the combinations of ingredients have a very powerful synergistic effect. So now how do you actually figure out the synergy? Um, so today's talk is going to be about our discovery of a major paper that was just published in a very high impact journal, where using Cytosol, we've actually quantified the synergistic effects of these nutraceuticals and dietary supplements. So um, for those of you who are science-minded and you want to sort of chill out and listen to this, I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, and then we also have Dr. Prabhakar Dhinakar. He's my colleague over at Cytosolve. And before I jump into all of this, in order to uh, keep the presentation tight, I'm going to basically play a quick video on what is Cytosolve. So let me play a video on what is Cytosolve. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosolve to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of 
MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure, while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosolve. Cytosolve is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosolve is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosolve computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosol. Welcome. All right, so that should give everyone a pretty decent understanding of what Cytosolve is. So what we're going to share today is Cytosolve has been, uh, was uh, developed in 2003, um, it's 2003 to 2007, and we've been using it for many, many different applications. So today we're going to jump in and let me, um, Prabhakar, do you want to say anything? Dr. Adhinakar? Uh, thank you for having me on your uh, sh uh, live show, Dr. Shiva. This is, uh, I think, my maybe second time. Yeah, but it, it's always fun to be here. I'm glad uh, that you're sharing our uh, recent research that we published uh, a, couple, a couple of days ago, actually, uh, which is yeah. getting really uh, good reception. 
Yeah, so Prabhakar, I think what we can do is we have already shared Cytosolve, so we can cut a lot of the Cytosolve stuff. We can go right to the research. Sounds All good, right. yeah. Um, so let's just go right into this. And let me uh, put this over here because the people on Instagram need to be able to see this. I got to make it a little bit smaller for that. Okay. So I think everyone can see this, right? So by the way, anyone who wants to know the background of Cytosolve and the other things we do at VA Shiva, you can go to vashiva.com. Um, so this is what we're going to cover today. First, we're going to cover the methodology. It's a breakthrough methodology. Um, and the implication this means for anyone listening is we now have a way to figure out which supplements work and which don't. Uh, Prabhakar, you, you and I have talked about this concept of big pharma and big vitamin. The big vitamin guys are pushing out stuff out there without really, frankly, a lot of science. They just throw stuff together. And then if it doesn't sell, then they hire some brand. Uh, they hire either somebody to uh, sell it for them, right? Um, but it's really not based on science. But this a methodology is going to really, Cytosolve itself is a disruptive, but this new methodology is really going to disrupt the whole big vitamin world. And um, so we're going to, we've already learned what Cytosolve is. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the Cytosolve Open Science Project. Then we're going to go into um, what is joint pain? We'll share with you the discoveries that we've done on really giving you an overall architecture of joint pain. Then we're going to talk to you about the combination we discovered. And then using this new approach, how we can actually identify the synergistic effects of these compounds. So let's just jump into it. So this is a paper. You can see the paper's titled In Silico Modeling and Quantification of Synergistic Effects of Multi-Combination Compounds, Case Study of the Attenuation of Joint Pain Using a Combination of Phytonutrients. So simply put, what we're talking about here is we're going to be um, looking at um, this paper, and the paper really speaks to the fact that we have a methodology to apply to a combination that we actually uh, came up with for joint pain. So we're sort of eating our own dog food, okay? So we're gonna go right into this. So um, we, you've already learned about Cytosolve as I, I, I've walked you through there, but Cytosolve was really developed out of the mission to really uh, revolutionize health, be it therapeutics, nutraceuticals, and functional foods. And we've walked through that and this is a current way that big pharma works in the pharmaceutical world of therapeutics. They have a compound, takes them about 13 years to figure out a compound, very time consuming. This is why pharmaceutical companies have been losing money. And this is why they needed vaccines to save themselves. But 20% entering clinical trials are the only thing that make it. But you see, before clinical trials, there's this in vitro and in vivo phase where they're killing animals or testing in test tubes to even figure out if they should go test in humans. And the reality is that this entire process is busted. And it's like, you know, trying to build an airplane by just throwing a pilot in the pilot seat. And if he dies, you say, oh, Jesus, he died. And if he succeeds, then you try to explain it. And as the video said, um, it explains that whole essence of it um, in terms of we, we walk through what Cytosolve is. So, um, so Cytosolve is fundamentally a technology that allows us to really understand using the computer without killing animals, what's going on at the synergistic level. Now, Cytosolve itself, we have um, uh, done something quite interesting where in VA Shiva itself has decided that we're going to share Cytosolve with the rest of the world. So Cytosolve, we've made it into what we call an open science institute. And you can go find about it on vashiva.com 
you'll see Cytosolve Open Science Institute. See all the information that Dr. Provocker and I are sharing here is really a way to educate all of you. And the Open Science Institute allows us to, for example, do this video broadcast right here. And those of you who want to contribute to it, you can go to um, either vashiva.com slash join or vashiva.com slash Open Science Institute, and you'll find all the different projects we're doing. But this is part of the pain and inflammation uh, research project that we're doing. And if you want to contribute, just go to contribute there, and you can contribute. And when you contribute, you actually get a lot of gifts. We give you about uh, 15 different gifts where you can actually learn system science. You get books. Uh, you get a whole bunch of stuff. So contribute. If you contribute 25 uh, to 99, you get six gifts. And if you can't contribute anything to the Institute, um, give whatever you can or give nothing. And you still get gifts. So fundamentally, Cytosolve has the ability to take lots of compounds and supplements don't have just one compound, run it through the engine and figure out if things work or not. And Cytosolve is working on many, many different projects. Prabhakar, do you want to walk through some of the projects we're working on? You can see here. Uh, so the first one that is there is about joint health. So this is a, uh, uh, in this project, uh, we not only have understood uh, the molecular underpinnings of uh, what constitutes joint health, but uh, how those molecular mechanisms go um, are, dis uh, are undergo dysfunction and create disease like osteoarthritis. Uh, in addition to that, we have modeled those uh, molecular mechanisms and uh, uh, tested or discovered new combinations uh, that can help with the um, indications like joint pain and inflammation. So uh, the blue line actually tracks the progress of each of those uh, projects. So the first stage is uh, understanding the molecular uh, architectures or what would we call a systems architecture uh, for, for that particular indication. So uh, the next one is publication. So that, that is, uh, we just completed that. Actually, this is our second publication in that um, um, area. Uh, we have also done the in silico modeling uh, and then uh, the screening of compounds. So that means we have looked at uh, all available uh, natural ingredients, and then we have uh, understood whether those uh, uh, ingredients are actually having any beneficial effect on um, improving the joint health. Uh, and out of that effort, actually, we were able to discover a two-molecule uh, composition uh, or a formulation that we applied for uh, IP protection in terms of uh, 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 getting a patent. And then as uh, the same combination, we have licensed it to our subsidiaries and uh, that is uh, currently on the market and uh, we're getting the licensing revenue. Actually, Cytosol is getting the licensing revenue from uh, the uh, licensee here, Dr. Shiva. Yeah, so so MV25 is a product that emerged out of this. And I think, Prabhakar, today we're only going to talk about joint health, but we have many, many other uh developments and under we, we're, we're looking at work in men's health brain health etc all right and there we go and there's many many different projects we're working on and all of this uh is part of the cytosol open science institute so let's first of all talk about the systems architecture of pain and inflammation what do we mean by this what we mean by this is how does pain like basically at the molecular level um what happens when you get pain and inflammation right so you accidentally hit your ha uh, hand with a hammer, right? Or you accidentally, God forbid, cut yourself with a knife, right? You get now pain and inflammation in your body or you're a runner and you've been running on too much pavement. It's all different aspects of it. 
So what happens? Well, what we've done is we've looked at all the uh, papers out there, organized them, extracted out the molecular mechanisms. Um, and what we, Prabhakar, are we going to walk right through this? Do you want to go right through this? Uh, yeah, we have some slides on. Uh, oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah. So, so we work with the University Health Network and the Arthritis Foundation. We mapped out all the tissues that are in the knee. Let's say you have knee pain. Um, and all the, for every tissue, um, we have mapped out all the different particular types of cells that are in there. So if you look at the knee, and by the way, this can be anything, shoulder, knee, anything. Um, you have the joint capsule. You have the uh, articular cartilage right here. You have the meniscus. Everyone knows what that is. That is the, that is the fluid-filled thing that uh, really protects the knee, like the shock absorber. You have the patella. You have the synovial membrane. Uh, you have the fat pad and the subchondral bones. So all of these components, as is shown here, form the knee. And what we've done here is for the entire, in this case, this joint, we've- uh, So out if, if you want, uh, I can bring up the molecular structure, uh, the online version of it. Yeah, so why don't you bring that up? Um, can you share it? John, he yes. should be able to share, right, John? Uh, yes, sir, he should be able to. So you can present, Prabhakar. Go ahead. All right. So as uh, Dr. Shiva just mentioned, this is a project that we um, did in collaboration with uh, the University Health Network uh, from Toronto, Canada. What we have been able to do here is uh, um, identify uh, the molecular mechanisms that are affecting uh, the disease that affects the uh, joints called osteoarthritis. So if I go in here, so what you see here is the different aspects of the knee in terms of what, what uh, tissues are involved in uh, um, the, uh, the knee, uh, that include the subcortical bone, synovial tissue, cartilage, immune cells. So uh, in this project, we identified all these uh, tissue types. And if you click on any of these, it'll bring up the different cells that are uh, a part of the that particular tissue. So for example, for synovial tissue, we have four different types of cells. Uh, similarly, if you go uh, look at cartilage, then it has, uh, one type of cell called chondrocytes uh, that forms the cartilage. And uh, if you uh, drill a little bit deeper into it, um, what we see is uh, that whenever the cell is getting affected, it, it um, there are these uh, chemical entities called ligands that uh, land on the uh, surface of the cell, and then they start a um, cascade of uh, chemical reactions, which uh, um, form or contribute towards the function of a particular organ. So uh, the types of ligands include uh, growth factors, cytokines, and other molecules. Um, so if you look at the cytokines, we get a list of uh, different uh, cytokines that initiate several different physiological functions within the chondrocytes. Uh, so one of the main uh, cytokines that is implicated in osteoarthritis is called IL-1-beta or interleukin-1-beta. So that molecule actually uh, affects uh, so many uh, other uh, so many of these molecules within the uh, chondrocytes, and uh, those molecules actually determine the uh, fate of what is going to uh, happen to your cartilage. So the molecules in green are the ones that IL one beta upregulates, that means makes more of, and the uh, ones in red are the ones that uh, IL one beta uh, prevents from being expressed in, in the cell. 
So if you look at uh, one of the key molecules called MMP13, so this is a protein, uh, this is a molecule that degrades the cartilage. So if you have more of that, then you are uh, getting uh, your cartilage degraded because of the presence of IL-1 beta. So um, this, this uh, visual representation actually allows us to see what are all those mechanisms, what kind of effects MMP13 is having in a, a kind of a graphical form uh, here. So IL-1 beta lands on the cell. This is the uh, inside of the cartilage. And then it initiates several, almost uh, uh, tens of uh, uh, or dozens of chemical reactions uh, that lead to uh, what we call a catabolic effect. That means degradation of the cartilage and via uh, production of MMP13. And one of the uh, um, very useful thing about this uh, visualization uh, of this architecture is that all these lines are actually links that are active and uh, in the um, uh, to be very transparent so these uh, these uh, links will open the paper from which we got that information so um, so that Prabhakar, let me, just, let me yeah. just sort of reiterate what dr Prabhakar is saying here is that you can think about osteoarthritis as a big orchestra of many many chemical reactions in your body and in order to, when you get joint pain, um, one of those chemical reactions um, is not going correctly as in a normal mode, right? So you get osteoarthritis. And how did we figure all this out? Well, there's, in fact, there was 20,000 papers written out there. And among those 5,000 were found to be sort of, you know, decent papers relative to humans. So from those 5,000 papers, we extracted all of the chemical reactions, mapped it out and built what we call an architecture. It's like reverse engineering, understanding what's going on. What Dr. Provoker just shared here, um, thank you very much. Someone just gave us, donated $20 to the, um, to the Open Science Institute online call. Thank you. It says, recently I banged my knee on a door accident, coincidentally and got the idea of opening one MV25 cap and mixing with 100% aloe vera to be used topically. It worked. Wow, that's great. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Um, uh, so the bottom line is that every line that Dr. Prabhakar shared here is coming from research. So actually peer reviewed research. So we have Cytosolve aggregates all of that and then mathematically models it. So Prabhakar, go back to that one with, I think, ginseng, where ginseng has some effect, right? Yeah. And you, and so we have mapped out all these papers. So this is what we call a systems approach. So all of you who know our movement, Truth, Freedom, and Health, know that we don't cherry pick stuff. We take a whole systems approach, and we're doing that same thing with Cytosol. All right. Thank you, Prabhakar. Um, so anyway, so we've mapped out all the, all the literal um, aspects as we know today. Obviously, this is changing. As it changes, so will our understanding. And then at the molecular systems level, what Dr. Prabhakar just shared you there is we've mapped out the particular pathways that are involved in pain and inflammation. One of them is called COX-2 synthesis. If you go look on the back of an Advil ibuprofen bottle, it'll say uh, ibuprofen is a COX-2 COX inhibitor. And what we're looking at is a pathway where you have the IL-1 beta here, right, which lands on the cell surface, and through a series of cascading pathways, it leads to... Um, uh, the production of COX-2, okay? 
So IL-1 beta, that cytokine lands on the receptor, the IL-1 receptor, and that leads to two ways, P38, three ways, JNK2 or JNK1, which gives you MEK, ERK, and then finally, you have the expression of COX-2, okay? Actually, JNK1 suppresses it, right, Prabhakar? Uh, the two suppresses it and JNK1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, JNK1 suppresses it, right? JNK2, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but you have this is, uh, again, a, uh, it's a part of a feedback loop. So under normal conditions, when uh, IL-1 beta levels are you know, within the limit, then you have uh, this reaction going on because you don't want that overexpression of COX-2. So this right. is a feedback loop, uh, inhibitory feedback loop. And this is a very important thing. Those of you who take our course will understand that these feedback loops occur everywhere in nature. So you can see that this is an intelligent system. So it produces COX-2 but nature has a way to also suppress it. So you don't want too much, right? Or the, if you have a cytokine storm, you're gonna get massive pain here without, if you didn't have the suppression piece. So anyway, the takeaway is COX2, that is a chemical that will increase when you have pain and inflammation. So write that one down, number one chemical, okay? The next chemical is we're gonna look at PGE2 which is part of this pathway called the arachidonic acid metabolic pathway. The main thing you want to denote is PGE2. And again, you can see at the cell membrane through a series of chemical reactions through the arachidonic acid, um, you need arachidonic acid. This leads to the expression of PGE2, which is not a good thing to have. This creates all sorts of inflammation in your body. By way of example, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory things like ibuprofen actually block this pathway right here. That's exactly how ibuprofen works, okay? But PGE2, if you were to look in your blood, would be highly expressed when you have pain. All right, so that's variable number two that you need to lower if you want to reduce pain. Next is TRPV1. You want to explain this one, Prabhakar? So TRPV1 is a, a receptor uh, that is found on uh, uh, several of these uh, cells, including the nerve cells. And um, when you have uh, expression of PGE2, it, it lands on the cell, uh, the cell surface and it initiates a, a cascade of reaction that leads to activation of the uh, TRPV1. You have more of these receptors on the cell surface that, that uh, uh, are ready for transmission of pain. Right. So basically, again, your body has all these chemical reactions but pain, actual physical pain at the nerve is uh, when you have high levels of pain, you have TRPV1. The PGE2 is really inflammation and so is COX-2. But this is really, really associated with pain. So that's variable number three. Next is CGRP. So TRPV1 then will land on another receptor, right? Fossil so the TRPV1 is actually a uh, calcium channel. Right. Uh, and when you have the overexpression of TRPV1, you have more of those channels on the cell surfaces where um, uh, once they get activated, you have uh, calcium coming in from outside to inside. And that initiates a series of uh, reactions which lead to uh, the production of uh, um, this neuropeptide called CGRP, which is what um, conveys pain to the brain. I think the important thing to see is here is the cell surface. Here's a cytoplasm, here's a nucleus. So you can actually see 
that these different chemicals are actually um, uh, making your DNA, because this is in the nucleus, create these proteins, okay? So when you have CGRP, that's where you get the, the actual pain. And so that's the fourth biomarker, the fourth variable. And then finally, we have ROS. A lot of, some of you may be interested in taking antioxidants. Um, oxidative stress is when your body, quote unquote, is undergoing rusting. So here's the pathway. Every chemical reaction basically produces um, reactive oxygen species, which are um, uh, various types of things. One of them is H2O2, for example. And these reactive oxygen species are what are involved in oxidative stress pathways, the result of them. So you want to also knock these out, okay? So you have, again, let's review them. You have COX-2, PG-2, TRPV1, CGRP, and reactive oxygen species. I mean, there's various ones, but we're calling them ROS. So the goal here is from a very fundamental standpoint is you have, and there could be others, there's five chemicals that are produced, your body produces when you have pain and inflammation and discomfort and swelling going on. And what we want to do is to lower them, okay? So they're high and you want to lower them. So if you're looking at any one of these supplements you start to take, you have to ask yourself, now that you have a little bit of education on this, you can say, hey, is that supplement lowering ROS? Is it lowering CGRP? Is it lowering TRPV1? Is it lowering PG2? Um, we've just told you that ibuprofen really affects this. Ibuprofen really doesn't go affect these, but it has a lot of effect on just this, okay? So if you wanted to create like the really good supplement, you want to hit all of those, those five biomarkers. And so when we discovered MV25, that was our goal. We wanted to find stuff in nature that would essentially have a powerful effect on all those five mechanisms, all right? So that's what we're talking about here. So what is MV25? MV25, uh, we never thought we'd be in the supplements business Right, Prabhakar, we thought we were all going to just help others do better supplements. And we realized these guys move very, very slow. And many of them didn't even care about science, right? Um, and there are, there, there are people who do, and we help them. Okay, so any one of you listening out there who has his own supplement and you're serious about it, some people are selling stuff and they're selling a lot of it, but they're afraid ever to run it through Cytosol because they're afraid we may find out it really doesn't work. So, um, but anyway, uh, MV25 to get back is uh, we've found a combination of two ingredients that come from parsley and from bitter orange. And we have a patent on this and we found a very powerful way to combine these. These two hit these all those four pathways, which affect all those five biomarkers. And the goal is, and by the way, you know, a lot of people, you notice a lot of people, Provoker, we've seen will say, oh, that's good, that's bad. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Well, in science, it's all about how much. It's not like that's good or bad. And, and the ratios. So that's the alchemy. The traditional people in medicine, like the traditional medicine healers thousands of years ago in India knew this. They knew the particular combinations. So be wary of people who suddenly say, oh, don't eat that. Don't eat this. It really comes down to dosage, how much. You can really have a lot of a good thing and hurt yourself, you know? Um, 
And sometimes you need only small amounts of things to have an effect. There's been quite a bit of work done on mercury. At very, very small doses, mercury actually has a positive effect on uh, neurological issues. A low amounts of arsenic has a positive effect on cardiovascular issues, and people have known this for years. But if you eat too much, you can affect things. So it's all about dose. So what we're trying to do here is figure out the right dosage of these two combinations that will block, that's what this hammer symbol here means, block these variables. And lower COX-2, lower PG-2, lower these two variables of pain and ROS. So you're talking about five different variables and think about the billions of combinations of these two ingredients you could have, trillions. How do you find the right combination? That's where Cytosolve comes in. So using Cytosolve, we mathematically modeled all these and we quantified the synergistic effects, okay? So first of all, I think it's important, Prabhakar, everyone understand the concept of synergy, the concept of additive, and the concept of antagonistic, all right? We did it in a previous video briefly, but we promised in that video we'd go deep into this paper. So the best way to think about antagonistic is you take supplement A or compound A and compound B, and you put them together and they actually annihilate each other, okay? They don't really do what you wanted it to do. This happens, we discovered, in bodybuilding. People are taking, they drink a lot of caffeine and they take arginine. Well, arginine will increase nitric oxide. Caffeine actually lowers it. So people, before a workout, they'll say, oh, I'm going to take some arginine because I want the blood flow. And then they'll drink a ton of coffee, which actually will give you a stimulant to work hard, but it's lowering the nitric oxide, okay? So that's an example of an antagonistic effect. Um, do you have any other examples, Prabhakar, of an antagonistic effect? Another one? Um, some, uh, a lot of medications like the blood thinners, um, they, um, they have adverse effects with the um, other uh, compounds because when you have uh, uh, blood thinners, then uh, there's a chance that uh, uh, fluids can leak out of your uh, tiny blood vessels and then that can actually cause damage rather than help you. So they advise against combining blood thinners uh, with uh, certain medications. Or uh, alcohol is another one. Um, alcohol. Which, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it has more than likely it is going to cause uh, adverse effects with um, any of the uh, heart medications or uh, even uh, the uh, mood stabilizers and so on. Those are some of the uh, antagonistic uh, compounds. Yeah. So by the way, the average 80 year old is now on 12 different medications, 12 in the United States. And so people are taking all these medications and the drug drug interaction, people don't even understand, but with Cytosol, we can really get a handle on this far better than the black art that's done today. Um, so that's an important point. So now, uh, so that's this, uh, antagonistic effect, the synergistic effect um, synergistic effect is synergistic effect is when I'm uh, sorry, additive effect is you take compound A and let's say we take some level of some variable and it's let's say um, it's at 100. And when you take compound A, it brings it from 100 to 80, 20 points. You take compound B individually and it also brings it from 100 to 80, 20 points. 
The question is, what happens when you take both of these together? If it brings it down by 40 points, which means 20 and 20, that's called an additive effect, okay? Which means, oh, I know ginger will bring it down 100 points, I mean, 20 points, and curcumin will bring it down 20 points. So if I mix them together, I'm going to get an additive effect. Okay, but there's something even more powerful if you take compound A and compound B, and it's not in the additive range, which is zero to 40, but it actually brings it down even lower, like maybe to 60, which means the sum of the parts is greater than the whole, okay? I'm sorry, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, okay? So this is something what we call the synergistic effect. So if you go see, if you go get a supplement bottle at wherever, and you look at all these compounds and they say, oh, this is going to be for this. How do you know? And the realities, people don't know. But with Cytosol, we can calculate that. And we're going to now walk you through the example. We're going to use it on our. So basically, we, we took a harsh standard and we applied it to ourselves uh, or a strict standard. So we're going to walk you through that on how this was done. So this is the pathway, one of those five, for reducing COX-2 is something we want to reduce. When this is high, you've got a lot of pain potential. So we want to bring this down. So what do we do here? So with our combination, again, with the uh, what we did on in, in silico is we took this combination of those compounds and we tested it. So control condition is when you have, this is at a high level, right? Prabhakar, this is that inflammation is going on in your body. When inflammation is going on, you're going to have at the cell surface close to eight nanomolars of COX-2. If we just give one of the ingredients apigenin, brings it down here. If we if we just give hesperidin, it brings it down here. But when we give the combination at the right dosage, it gives, brings it down even further. Now, the issue is where this brings it down. Is it additive or is it synergistic? Well, let's look at it. So the way we did this was so we added ap apigenin first and then we added hesperidin. And that's one endpoint. So it brought it down to 1.93, COX-2. Then we rotated. We gave hesperidin first and apigenin, and it brought, brought it down to 1.54. So this, between 1.54 and 1.93, is called the additive range. And people find that interesting. But what, what, watch what happens when we gave our specific ratio of apigenin and hesperidin. It dropped it down to 0.28, which is better than additive. Okay, so additive range would have just been between these two, but we're way better. So when it comes to COX-2, this formulation, according to our, our analysis, has a very powerful effect. It brings it down nearly, what's that, like 700%, right, Prabhakar? Seven times better yeah. than here. So this is what we call the synergistic manner. Apigenin is spread in lower COX-2 in a synergistic manner, not additive. All right. Now let's look at the next one, PGE2, which is the variable that is involved in the actual uh, in, uh, discomfort and other kinds of things. Again, we give uh, when you have it at this level of PGE2 in your body based on clinical work, that's when you have uh, swelling and pain and inflammation going on. Apigenin brings it here, has spared in around the same. But when you combine it, it brings it here. Now, again, is this combination um, additive or synergistic. You see, if you give apigenin first and hesperidin, again, one by one, it's 289. Hesperidin apigenin is 217. This is the additive range. 
So our combination is within the additive range. Yes, it's still good, but it's not as powerful as a synergistic effect. Okay, but we can critique ourselves, but still good. Um, now we go to TRPV1, which is involved in the actual creation of pain. And what you notice here is TRPV1 is, um, oh, we don't have the other oh, control is way off yeah. the charts. It's at 0.004. Yeah. It's like up here. And when you give apigenin, it goes down here. When you give hesperidin, it comes down here. But when you give our combination, it's way down here. And is that additive or synergistic? Well, the additive range is between 0.0027 to 0.0325. And we're an order of magnitude, right? Out of that range. So again, this is why many of you are likely sharing with us that you're getting a lot of very, very good feedback on the pain item, pain aspect. Um, CGRP, which is the next variable of pain. You notice here, 0.045 is when you have pain. Apigenin brings it here, hesperidin, but the combination brings it down here. And there you go. And again, this is 10 to the power of minus 10. It's four orders of magnitude, right, Prabhakar? Yeah. This yeah. is quite profound. We're talking about 10,000 times, right? Mm -hmm. uh, better than each one taken individually. All right? Again, in a synergistic manner, it lowers that pain. And finally, for uh, reactive oxygen, you see the same thing here. It's um, oxidative stress. Control is here. Apigenin stays at the level. Hesperidin brings it down here. But the combination here, and we find this is also outside of the additive range. So it's synergistic. So there we go. So um, let's see if there's any questions here, Prabhakar. So bottom line is that we have a very powerful way of not only developing supplements like MV25, but also um, looking at other supplements. Do they work or not? And we're very excited about this because for the public, this means there's now a way that you can start knowing if something works or not. Now, a lot of these supplement guys are probably going to hate us for this. Um, but those people who want to create great supplements will love us. And if they care about the public. So in summary, um, what we want to let everyone know is you can look at, Prabhakar, do you want to summarize here? I'm uh, sure. So of those uh, four indications that we looked at that, that uh, uh, contribute towards joint pain and inflammation, um, we have we've identified five biomarkers, and then we looked at how the, the combination of apigenin and hesperidin found in MV25 is um, affecting those five biomarkers. So our study found that using the uh, the, the new newly discovered way of uh, finding the uh, synergy or the quantification of synergy, four of those biomarkers were synergistically lowered. Uh, and one of those biomarkers, PGE2, uh, was lowered in an additive manner. So um, even though like those biomarkers are being reduced, uh, we're able to quantify in what manner these biomarkers are being reduced by uh, the combination in MA25. And most of these uh, biomarkers are lowered in a synergistic manner. So that's why we have this multiplicative effect of this particular combination on four of five uh, biomarkers of pain and inflammation. So that was a, a pretty significant finding. So anyway, there you go, everyone. We have shared with you now a very powerful way to understand synergy. And um, uh, let me just play, we, we actually have 
Um, uh, those of you who are asking about MV25, where to get it, let me just play the MV25 informational uh, video here. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I'd start taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 25 is Cytosolve optimized, which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. Well, Prabhakar, we have an interesting question from Terry Lima Rosen. She said, should I take, should only be taken when you have pain or also supplement or preventative? Well, if you want to think about it this way, we bring up the, so, you know, your body is constantly at any point producing COX-2, PG-2. It's producing all these chemicals. The issue, Terry, is that it's at what levels? So we have typically found that when people are undergoing considerable pain, um, I think it's on that we, you know, again, you should consult with your doctor. Um, it says, you know, take six of them, right? A heavy dose. But you could take it, and we have a number of people who have chronic pain or who experience, they take about, what, two two a day, right, Provoker? Because yeah. it, it prevents these things. So you could use it as at the point, like Jeremy, I think in that video said when he had it, he took it, and then he saw it diminish, and then he takes it regularly. So you can do it. It's, I mean, these 
what's really nice about these ingredients is they're basically coming from food. They're concentrated food. They're the active compounds in food. Um, so there's right. some recent studies that have uh, also shown that apigenin, um, uh, which is a bioflavonoid, has also shown uh, has some benefits on um, aging as well. Uh, and there have been there are a lot of uh, case studies, uh, not case studies, but studies that have looked at uh, effect of apigenin on some of the cancer biomarkers as well. So and that probably has. Uh, some bearing on its anti-inflammatory activity. So, um, I mean, anything that uh, has inflammation involved in, so epigenin and hesperidin, both of them are powerful anti-inflammatories. They, they should be helpful. Um, yeah, now, epigenin actually crosses a blood-brain barrier. Right. So, um, in Alzheimer's, it's one of the things that people have started looking at. So, anyway, I think the key thing we want to let everyone know is that the movement for truth, freedom, and health um, is always trying to take a systems approach. We recommend all of you um, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. It's a way and contribute all this research we make available um, to the to the public. Uh, and then, you know, if you guys get, um, you know, there's a lot of, you could get really, you know, the world could get really painful looking at all the political nonsense that goes on, right? So we have two solutions for that. One is, Go to truthfreedomhealth.com and understand, take the science of systems so you can really understand how the world is operating. And if you can't, uh, you want to, you also have other physical pain. Well, we also have a solution here called B25, you know, um, that we are building, taking a systems approach. So anyway, thank you, everyone. That's our uh, talk for today, our science talk. And um, if you, many of you, if, if you guys know people who make supplements, if you know doctors, let them know share them this video because there is now a technology that exists to help people figure out, uh, give them a directionality of which way to go or which way not to go. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, everyone be the light. Be well. Thank you.